0: Just don't run out of budget throughout prime days. Wouldn't be fun to just miss out on a huge audience just because you didn't update your budget throughout that period. These are days where we're actively checking and going through, and now we have a lot better tools to be able to check that more systematically and make sure that we're we're just not running out of budget as we go. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Shellerud from Ad Advance, and today I'm joined by Mr. Matt Wickland. Matt, we just heard about what Prime Day is, like, and we're excited for it. Did it match up with when you thought it would be? You're just going to lead into
1: the episode <laughs> by throwing me under the bus? I see how it is. Uh, no, I, I was so confident that it was going to be July 18th. I, I thought it was going to be the week after. Sure. So
0: I was wrong, and Matt Matt influenced me into that too. So I I agree. I I yeah. It's the first
1: time I've been wrong.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, first time ever. (laughs) Yeah. So not long ago, I actually got a chance to be on one of Amazon's. They they had a, a full series, a two day series, going through how to prep for peak selling days like Prime Day. And so I actually got to be a speaker on that, talking through kind of our preparation and what we do going into Prime Day. So just with Prime Day coming up, we figured it would be an awesome episode to just kind of sit down and talk through like key things that we look at going into Prime Day, how we look at the different periods as we go, and then what we can do during and after the event too, because it definitely doesn't end just at Prime Day. So Matt, overall, when you're looking at prime day, like, you know, we tend to break it up into like three different periods as we go. Um, maybe you just want to start there. We can kind of walk through and then go talk through strategy based off of those different periods. Totally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we typically break it down into a lead in period, the day of prime day or days of prime day, and then a lead out period or post prime day phase there are a lot of strategies, you know, typical metrics and stuff associated with each things to watch out for plan for implement, um, depending on each of those phases. So each we treat differently, each account we treat differently.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of different. Yeah. And so when we look at peak days like this, a lot of people tend to just focus on the peak days, like prime day. Um, but what i think a lot of people miss out on is the period before and after. Yeah. So, you know, if we look at the period before, really uh, let's just walk through general trends, what we what we typically see. So, the period before leading up to Prime Day, as we start to get closer to the event itself, what we tend to find is that, you know, at the very early stages, sales aren't really impacted, but then as we get closer and closer to Prime Day, Or this would apply directly to like Thanksgiving, Black Friday type time periods too. Um, right before we get a lot of people who start browsing for different products and go to like, say, add it to their cart or add it to their wish list, but then they're gonna wait it out and wait till the event to see if they can get a better deal on it. We were just sitting and eating lunch yesterday and Kylie on our team, she's going through and adding a bunch of stuff right now on Amazon to her cart, but she's not gonna purchase until Prime Day just to see if she can get a better deal during the event. And so during this period, what we tend to see Is a lot of different window shoppers. Um, And so some people not prepared for this as they look at their ads they can start to see some volatility. They can start to see sales drop. And when sales drop, but you're still getting the traffic, ACOS is going to go up, ROAS is going to go down. The trends are going to look bad. But what I think a lot of people miss is that there's many people who are currently window shopping right now, and they're really getting the items that they want to purchase on that date ready. So then when that date comes, they can go ahead. And so it's kind of like a delayed purchase versus just a not purchase overall. And so a lot of people, I feel like kind of miss that aspect in the preparation days coming up to the peak day.
1: Yeah. And a lot of folks get really conservative with their ad spend just because of the typical trends they see leading up to a major holiday like that. And it does impact prime day itself just because you didn't get your brand out in front of a bunch of people that are actively shopping, actively looking like Kylie, for example, she's adding specific products to her cart. She's not doing like category searches on prime day. She's checking specific products to see if they go on sale. And if you miss out on those audiences, they don't have it on their list, their cart or in the back of their mind. There's a good chance you might miss out on their conversion day of prime day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. And so for those brands, what they're seeing, if you just look at the advertising metrics is a lot of clicks, like those clicks from Kylie looking around at different products, but they're not seeing the purchase. And so the ACOS looks really poor for those clicks, Um, but that has a very high likelihood of translating into a purchase down the road and sometimes out of the attribution window too, like in this case, where you won't even see that sale reflected in the advertising results, but it's really increasing overall sales because that ad drove that click to that ad to cart. And that product may not be in that cart without that ad. Yeah. Honestly, this is just like classic
1: upper funnel, lower funnel. Yeah. You use upper funnel strategies to drive awareness, introduce people to your products that you wouldn't otherwise reach, uh, increase like discovery and then eventually consideration and then eventually conversion so the period leading up to prime day especially like the week prior where there are all those window shoppers your goal isn't necessarily to convert them immediately because they may just be holding out your goal is to get your product in front of people that will be more active purchasers on prime day
0: sure Sure. So walk me through like some strategies in the lead up, like what, what's some key strategies that you would focus on or how do you approach ads knowing that, you know, we're trying to get people familiar with our brands to purchase on the peak day or on prime day. How do you approach it?
1: Yeah. So I guess like key goal for me during this phase, if we're looking at traffic would be click throughs. Like I want eyes on my product detail page. So whatever can aid in that endeavor, like what produces, like I, on the sponsored outside, I'm going to be running like the full gambit of our typical strategies, maybe, you know, allocate a little bit more advertising spend to general category keywords versus like brand defense to try and reach new to brand customers and drum up that initial interest, get them on my PDP, build a view based audience that we can allocate into that in a bit. But uh, yeah, drive traffic, get them to my product page, get them interested, get them considering it. Mm-hmm. So if they don't convert immediately, it's top of mind when that Prime Day rolls around.
0: Yep. Yep. So those are all great strategies to kind of get more eyeballs on your products and get them in front of more people. I'd say the other major consideration is just this is a great time to make sure you've got your campaigns totally tuned up as you go. And once we get into Prime Day or you get into Black Friday, any of the results that you have on your advertising is going to get amplified by that spike in traffic. So if your campaigns are optimized really well, Well, that's great. That's going to get amplified. If you have a lot of gaps and you're not fully optimized, you're going to probably spend a lot more than you need to, because that's going to get amplified by the huge wave of traffic that we have coming in. So this is also another good spot to kind of take a step back and make sure, you know, from an overall structural standpoint, do we feel like we have a solid sponsored strategy, like, do we have the negatives in the right spot? Do we have our campaign funnel set up? Right. Are we targeting the right products and then probably the the other major piece is just from a strategic standpoint, taking a step back to with our advertising and looking at inventory levels, looking at other items, like, are we running any major deals or coupons as we go into the event? And then how does advertising tie into it? You may need to have like coordinated launches where we're really going to push these products because we just had some major, a major inventory coming in for it. And there may be other ones where you don't want to advertise much because you're already lacking on inventory going into this big event with supply chain issues or whatever it is. So this is a really good time to like, take a step back first, start with the products and what's the overall goals. And then work your way down to, all right, do I have that right structure in place? And then following some of the strategies that you just outlined, now let's get our products that we really want to push in front of as many people as we can. So when that high intent purchase day comes along and people really want to complete those purchases, they've already got our products in their cart and they're ready to purchase. Totally. Yeah. So for that's like going into prime day. So, now let's talk about like Prime Day itself. How do you prep for it? What moves do you make? Kind of how do you approach it overall? Yeah, this is the fun stuff. So, hopefully, you did
1: all that like pre optimization, your campaigns are nicely structured, well optimized, and then you planned for the day of. So, you know your inventory levels. Like, there's no need to hurt to push really hard with advertising if you're going to run out of stock organically. So, you know, like, you've built out your budgets, you know how much you want to spend, you've looked at historic data. How was Prime Day last year? How was Prime Day the day before? Um, what are trends in recent months? How does this year stack up year over year? Just kind of working through all that historic analysis to figure out what is the game plan? Where What products are we allocating our advertising dollars to? Where should I start? What's my ceiling? What are my margins going to look like? Yeah, what are my goals and how do I build around it? Sure. So, Day of, we go live with all of our updates. Um, You're going to want to hit this early or even load it like adjustments to your campaigns late the night prior. If you don't want to upload it at like 1 a.m., you know, traffic will be a bit lower in the evening hours anyways. But you're going to want to get those changes live as early as possible in the morning hours, day of, prime day. Conversion rates are super high in the morning, so... You're going to want to be able to hit the ground running right away, day of. Yeah. Uh, so this is like a super long lead-in. Um, <laughs> so let's get to, to some so numbers, So what are I we going to do Matt? <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So let's just talk about like bids and budget. I've talked a lot here without... Yeah. I, long lead-in, w- what do you think? W- you know, w- if general rule of thumb, like, yeah. w- what are you thinking?
0: Yeah. So... In general, if we look back at previous Prime Days, there's a couple different aspects we should take into account. So one is traffic. So we know that traffic is gonna spike significantly throughout Prime Day. And so the first thing to look at is overall budgets. So for budgets themselves with our campaigns, we're gonna wanna increase our budgets quite a bit if they are restrictive. We don't wanna run out of budget halfway through Prime Day. So that's the first thing to really take a look at. With the current campaign budgets and the current overall daily budgets that I have set, Are they going to restrict me throughout Prime Day or not? You know, typically we don't have as many like campaign budgets that are actually restricting spend. We use bid controls and everything else like that to really control spend more to like a performance level. But if you have like strict budget limits or different things like that, I would say increasing that between 30 to probably 100%. You know, if we look at traffic, like... Last prime day, I believe it was about two X spike in terms of traffic compared to a normal day. So I would prepare for that. And big thing is you don't want to run out of budget on prime day when people are really ready to purchase. So the other major aspect is like, how do we approach bids? And there's a couple of different ways to look at it. So if we look at like last year's prime day, in terms of conversion rate, we didn't see a major step up or spike in terms of conversion rate. And remember, conversion rate is once they click my ad, what's the probability that it leads to a purchase? And so we saw a lot more people on the site, but it didn't lead to a lot of like super fast decision making for products that led to that quick purchase. And so in terms of bids last year, we. We anticipated this a bit and we didn't really step up bids that much as an average, there's going to be many other cases where we wanted to really push products and we made different moves, but as an average, we left bids. Pretty constant overall. We didn't make a huge change up. Conversion rates stayed about the same. And so, if you look at like advertising returns in terms of like ROAS or ACOS, we fared pretty well over that period where a lot of people who got more aggressive with their bids actually saw ACOS really jump up or ROAS really jump down on Prime Day, which I think surprised a lot of people. So, when we're looking at Prime Day this year, As a whole, we're probably not going to be making significant bid moves to the upside, we're going to be keeping things pretty constant overall, but with the increase in traffic, we're going to see a big spike in spend because there's just a lot more people who are searching for it. So general overview, but what, what other pieces or what, what else do you want to add there?
1: Yeah. And so that's a general overview. There are always going to be exceptions to that, like. If you have a consumable good, it may be worthwhile to take a loss on your advertising on Prime Day because there's gonna be such a huge volume of new shoppers that sure. you can then get in
0: brand. Prime Day is a great day to like get new to brand customers because people are browsing around a lot more for deals. So love that perspective. Yep. Yeah. So it definitely pushed harder there. Um, yeah, that would be
1: like one major exception. In terms of like tactics, like category spend versus branded spend. During the lead-in, I said, you know, maybe you can prioritize category spend a little bit so you can get more non unaware customers, customers that aren't aware of your brand already, um, interested in it, exposed to it. On Prime Day, though, you're going to want to target branded along with category keywords just as you would typically, but maybe even more important on Prime Day, just because there are window shoppers, there are a lot of people doing product research or Brand aware that are waiting for this day to find your brand and then see if you have a deal. Or even if you don't, they've want the product, they'll yeah, convert. They
0: now feel confident that the price isn't gonna drop from where it was previously.
1: Yeah. So the risk is if you go soft on like branded targeting competitors that are running deals take those top visibility ad slots and you lose business to them um, as people jump ship and switch to a different brand so brand defense is really important day of prime day as is increasing your reach so like i'm not going to say prioritize one or the other it's just like branded is pretty darn important on prime day itself another tactic i'd recommend would be view-based retargeting uh so you can run sponsored display retargeting campaigns or if you're already with an agency maybe you're one of our clients listening in hey love you um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then, you know, run DSP retargeting campaigns, view-based retargeting of your products to get people back in the door, uh, reach those window window shoppers. The beauty of that is you're not relying on active searches in the moment, like contextual views of your sponsored ads or sponsored products, sponsored brands. You're reaching an audience that's demonstrated an interest in your specific products at some previous point, but hasn't purchased it. And you're reaching them all over the net. Sure. So this
0: is for those people who, uh, with previous ads, we introduce them to our brand and our products. They may not have added it to their cart or their wish list and, you know, may not come to the top of mind during Prime Day unless we show these extra ads to kind of remind them of that purchase. And then again, they can click on it, feel confident that they're going to get the best price possible because they're buying it on these active prime days when you're typically going to see the deals. And so, yeah, it's a great way to kind of close that gap from the introduction that we made now driving more towards the purchase. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Other like quick tip, I guess, too, would be uh,
1: leverage the more like visual ad types, a sponsor brands, I guess sponsor products show showcase deals uh in the ad creative now they didn't always do that yep. um but anything that allows you to like showcase your promoted products make sure those are at the forefront prime day exists because it's like it's, it's a massive sales day that's what drives traffic to the site so if people are looking for promoted products a rising tide does lift all ships all that traffic you know even if you're not running promoted de- promoting your products with coupons or whatever you know you could see additional conversions, most do from all that additional traffic, but people are deal shopping. So use the ad types that showcase your deals, advertise the products with deals in those placements, especially at top of search, those high visibility. Yeah, those first exposures to products in search. So sure. people don't find a competitor that's also running a deal and then, yeah, lose that business.
0: Yep. Yeah, so we've got... We've got a lot of great tactics there you know for prime day just to kind of summarize like expect at least a hundred percent jump in overall spend make sure that your campaign budgets are set up well for that in terms of bids it's really dependent on the product and how hard you want to push it In general, we don't see a major change in conversion rate. So we typically keep bids constant, but there's going to be many exceptions that we talk about there approaching it based off of the product and the key goals going into it. One great exception that Matt brought up is like driving new to brand customers. This is a great day where people are really browsing around and looking for deals. So if you've got products or brand that has a lot of cross-sale opportunities or consumable where once they purchase one, they tend to come back and purchase another five or 10 or whatever it is that have a really high lifetime value. This can be a great day to get more aggressive there to really drive those purchases and then take into account some of the other tactics that that Matt went through. Yeah, one other piece too. So Amazon just this week
1: released Amazon Marketing Stream. And what stream offers are near real-time insights into your advertising performance. And something that's really, really valuable on Prime Day is budget utilization percentages. And so you can get those by the hour, a near real-time feed of where your campaigns are sitting in terms of budget. Before, it was kind of a black box. You know, you'd Refresh the ad console and you know, see what campaigns are out of budget. We would manually
0: refresh all of our API. I mean, it automatically, yeah. but we'd have to click the buttons to refresh it and it would take a while to get the budgets back so we could check over and over again throughout the day. Now we kind of get pushed that information through stream yeah. versus having to try to pull it consistently and figure out what's still in budget or if there's some campaigns that went out of budget. Yeah. And before it was kind of like go or no go
1: for out of budget or in budget, you know, Um, budget utilization, you get the actual percentage so you can check out pacing and look at, you know, the typical shopping curve and figure out, all right, how is budget pacing? Do I have enough for that busy hour and, you know, around noon uh, or this afternoon? Yeah, Yeah, it's just way better for forecasting and helping you figure out, all right, should I increase? Where should I increase it? How are we pacing? Yeah, that's, that's a really huge piece, I think, that
0: the stream offers for sure. Yep. And so kind of last last tip that Matt talked about, make sure you're checking in throughout the, the two day prime days and just don't run out of budget over these periods. It would just, wouldn't be fun to just miss out on a huge audience just because you didn't update your budget throughout that period. So these are days where we're actively checking and going through, and now we have a lot better tools to be able to check that more systematically and make sure that we're, we're just not running out of budget as we go. So for Prime Day is done. Now, everything just ends, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. So what what else can we do (laughs) (laughs) with with our advertising? So you meant the deal. Yeah. (laughs) It's just
1: done for the year. Done till Q4.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So so walk me through kind of the period after Prime Day. What's some strategies that we can utilize with our advertising?
1: Sure. Yeah. So the day after Prime Day, you're probably going to load more proactive adjustments because everything's changed. You're not running promotions for your products. We don't have that huge influx of high intent traffic. Things kind of go back to the way they were leading into Prime Day to an extent, you know, in terms of like advertising performance in a lot of cases, right? So you're going to revert the majority of the changes that you made. One tactic, like one additional tactic that you can utilize in the wake of Prime Day, again, is view-based retargeting. So... There were people that browsed a bunch of different products on Amazon, demonstrated an interest, but they maybe didn't complete the purchase. We can leverage that huge inflow of traffic and retarget them to try and get them to convert after. Mm -hmm. So maybe they didn't see the deal they wanted, but they still want the product. And they're just kind of waiting, waiting for to see if there was going to be one. They're going to buy it anyways. That's a good way to keep it top of mind and trigger that conversion afterwards with a pretty big audience. And the other piece with that too, so this is where like sponsored display view-based retargeting isn't on par with DSP retargeting. Um, sponsored display, you can't adjust the purchase exclusion and you can't build audiences from other ASIN interactions. Like with DSP, I want to make sure that we're excluding competitor Purchases, sure. so that way, if somebody viewed my product, didn't buy it on Prime Day, but they bought a competitor's, like I don't want to retarget them. That's wasted They're ad probably dollars. be highly
0: unlikely to purchase yeah, your product. It's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah,
1: so like that's one huge advantage where we can drive better, significantly better performance with DSP. So DSP retargeting is a viable strategy in in the wake of Prime Day and an incremental opportunity that didn't exist before Prime Day because now we have a way bigger audience.
0: Yeah, I, I would say another one, too, for those new to brand customers who we brought into our brand. Now, after the fact, it's driving that brand loyalty through repeat purchases. Um, so repurchase campaigns after the fact or else cross purchase too. So if you have a great brand where somebody bought, you know, one of the products, now let's start targeting them with some of my other products. After the fact, now they're familiar with my brand, much more likely to purchase, and I can create that higher lifetime value of that customer and that brand loyalty just by exposing them to more of my products. You know, I did the hard work; I got them to complete that initial purchase during Prime Day. They're new to brand. Now let's take advantage of that and kind of build that relationship with them through repurchases or through other cross purchases. Yeah, DSP is probably the most powerful ad type. Like in the wake of post Prime
1: Day, there's uh, another thing that you can do with it is maybe you're planning a small follow-up deal like that can be really great for conversion with retargeting repurchasing any sort of display ad type and you can target like competitor views very close substitutes from prime day where they haven't bought your product the competitor's product sure and then with that little sweetener of having you know 10 percent off or whatever the deal might be in the wake of prime day just to nudge people into your brand and and convert them. They can work pretty well with same Mason, retargeting, repurchasing, and uh Competitor conquesting,
0: yep, Yep. tactics. Yeah, and I I would say probably the last item to use too is you know. So we just went through Prime Day, or in this can't in this case, this example, we just went through Prime Day. Let's utilize all the data that we just gained to further optimize our base campaign. So focusing on the foundation. Yeah, there's a lot of pieces that we learn, a lot of items and bids that we can tune up. So you know, after the fact. Make sure you're going back and kind of making sure you've got a solid foundation with your advertising. We just had a ton of data there. Yet let's utilize it to tune everything up. So overall, I mean, we just covered the the three major events around these peak days. We were focused on Prime Day, but all these apply to any major shopping day, you know, so coming up to like Black Friday, Halloween, this is a great episode to come back and reference or not Halloween, sorry, Thanksgiving, potentially Halloween, depending on what your product is. But overall, just make sure you're breaking it apart into these three periods and not just focusing on Prime Day or that peak day. But there's a lot of work that we can do before and after. So overall, this has been another episode of the ad project podcast. If you get a second and you've gotten some high value out of this podcast, we'd love if you could leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. And as always, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode.